what areas should we look at? And today it's actually about perfection. I cheated. You cheated. A little bit before this. Five seconds before we got on, I, I, I Googled. Like, Why did you give me 95? I, 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 that's, I'm going to struggle now to keep or maintain that standard. In the room, 52 Jokers Wild. So this is, this is episode 27, I believe. And what I was thinking that we should talk about today is perfection. I know that in the past, uh, when I've been doing bits of artwork and stuff, I thought everything had to be perfect. And if it wasn't, then I'd have to scrub everything and start all over again. One of, one of the other issues is that whenever you're playing music, you, you sometimes think that you need to play perfect. And when you don't, you stop and that inter interferes with the performance. Whereas if you just carried on playing, then maybe the audience wouldn't actually notice. And a lot of writers, when they start writing, they end up editing and editing and editing the piece that they never get beyond the first chapter. And I was just wondering, is that something that you've experienced in your business life with the way that people have run certain projects? Oh, I'm just, <clears throat> excuse me, stunned. I'm, I'm going, picked, I was thinking again, what pops into my head is, you know, picture perfect. Or when you're asking about my business life in terms of accounting, you're, you're going, one and one is two, two and two is four then that's not a great accountant. Two and two is any number you want it to be if you're the customer and you don't want to pay tax. and Or if you need to exaggerate the figures, you need to be creative with your accounting. You know, perfection is, you know, maths is, is, and music, I think, are, are per, you know, can be perfect. You know, the note is a note. It's, a, it's not a dud note. It's a dud note if it's played in the wrong sequence. But, you know, the, the, the operas out there, the, 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 the magic of maths and all that, they're seeking perfection. They're, they're seeking the answer. They're, seek, they're not seeking the wrong answer or half an answer or half an orchestra or half a, like, um, like a song. It's, you know, what's the perfect song? What's well, the perfect dance? What's the perfect One number? of the problems... Oh, the golden number. The, the golden perfect number is the golden number. number. Well, well, one of the problems <laughs> that's been happening with music today, I think, is that everything has been so overmixed, so kind of unrealistic is that it that what is seen to be perfect is way beyond what most people can actually sing or play ordinarily like they're they're auto pitching people's voices and things like that now i recently got uh, some vinyls of uh, the 1967 casino royale and on it there's a there's a dusty springfield singing uh, the look of love and in it, you kind of hear her singing and there's there's a little bit of a kind of strange sort of quality to her voice. And you kind of go, is that right? And they kind of go, actually, that rawness is actually really nice. It's because you kind of go, actually, other people can do that. We, we can we can meet that kind of performance. Whereas with some of the now stuff I'm, we have I'm hearing. Yeah. Yep. Wrong is right. Right is wrong. You know, perfect is, is, is AI could probably come up with the perfect tune, the perfect rhythm, the, the perfect balance of the match that says this should be a hit. And it will never get a hit because it's not, the per perfection is not as attractive as, actually, that's it. What does a perfect person look like? And there was, I think there was a question on Facebook there only earlier on saying, why are we asymmetrical? In a sense, if you can draw a line straight down the middle and we should look the same on either side, a mirror of ourselves, if, you know, but what's the perfect body? What's the perfect visage? What's the perfect hairdo? What's, I don't think per, imperfection 
is, 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 is the attraction. Perfection is the impossible. And for the percent to get it, then everyone else is imperfect or everything else is imperfect. But I think they're more attractive and perfection should be less attractive. And I know that uh, with a lot of work that I've done in the past, it, it, you see, again, it's very easy to criticise something. And, and we tend to do this ourselves when we're, when we're producing some kind of content. We come up for reasons for why it doesn't work. It's not good enough. It needs to be changed. And before we know it, we've spent longer and longer that it never actually gets out there for somebody else to tell us that actually it was okay. And, that, and I think that's that's the case with me playing in, in an audience. Now, I cheated. You cheated. A little bit before this. Five seconds before we got on, I, I, I Googled, I goggled. I, 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 said, I, I looked up, because what popped into my head was the 80-20 rule. I think yeah. it's the, per, the Pareto principle. And what it says is 80% of the effort, you know, or the, like 20% of the reward or the other way around 80% of your money comes from 20% of the effort and the next 80% of the effort is for the last 20% so if you, the 100% is perfection but there's, you only want the 80% if it takes you 20% of the effort then find the next equivalent of that again and start what? again don't seek the last 20 yeah. because it's going to take longer more effort more cost and return less to you. Well, I know that I, in, the, in the past when I've actually drawn something or painted something, I've always got very particular with and very fine with what I was doing. And I went to see a, uh, uh, an Irish artist called Janet Pierce, And she said, look, you know, you can film me doing a demonstration. I said, great, you know. And we went in there and started filming. And she's kind of, yeah, you just slap it on here and you slap it on there and it goes across there. And yeah, it's a bit wet. And right, okay, let's go and hang it up. And I'm kind of going, well, okay, okay, let's go and hang it up. And she says, yeah, oh, 400 quid, that'll get me now. That's and I'm gonna go, and I, oh my that, god, that's really brilliant, you know, because that's it, that's all you need to do. Yeah, I, uh, that, that's a little saying, it's leave good enough yeah. alone. I, well, I think that's a saying, but, but and it's back to I need to, I was, I think I had a little bit of a journey to perfection in my uh, using spreadsheets and things. It's like I was trying to achieve, actually, in most of my roles, I was trying to achieve too much. I was trying to ask, answer questions that were not yet asked. I wasn't, I was thinking they might be or they could be, but I didn't really wait to say more than likely they won't be. Therefore, you've gone way and beyond what they're asking for and they aren't really paying for don't really want and they don't see what you're doing because so 80 20 was enough just get us over the line get good enough delivered we can build upon that later if need big thing there big caveat if need be if so deserves or the cost justifies it because resources be it money time or effort are limited and are best put and a, a targeted at the thing that gives the most value in the short term. So it might be project one is finished, project two needs to start, redeploy resources, go back to 80-20 and then do again, do again, re rinse, repeat. Well, I, I remember as, a, as starting out as an editor, you, you would put a lot of effort into doing an edit. And when the director would come in and start to pull the piece apart, you'd feel kind of deflated because you put so much effort and so much sweat into making sure this was perfect as far as you were concerned. And now he was coming along and making changes. And after a while, you began to realise, look, he's not getting at you personally. It's just that he feels that he's got to have his voice. So you need to actually allow him to have his voice. So what we then started to do uh, in the edit suite, uh, this is editors as well as me as an assistant and then me eventually as an editor, was we'd actually do it and put in a few little flaws here and there. 
And when when we went to view the whole thing, the the director kind of go right. Okay, oh look, there's a flaw there. Could you could you fix that bit? And yeah, could you fix that bit? And we kind of go, oh right, yeah, yeah, that sounds good. Yeah, yeah. Building in the exaggerated flaws that has a big arrow saying point here, so their eye is drawn to it, so they can give their tuppence halfpenny yeah. word or give their value. Oh, now it's mine. I've taken ownership That's of the it. work. I made a difference. My 20% became the 80% of the value because I crossed the I and dotted the T. You know, that's what they're doing. And, and again, every level of management, in my opinion, does want to have that, you know, one eye over, take ownership. But the strange thing is sometimes take ownership and then forget it came from anywhere in the same sort of sentence. Yeah. It's, this is now mine going forward. You know, my minions have delivered. I've, I've, got this to hear. Uh, I, I suppose that's what management roles are. You're responsible for getting your team and your tasks and resource and your budgets aligned that it delivers on a time scale whatever the goal is. And, and there it is. Now you're going, I delivered. We delivered, I delivered. But it, the finger does point at, points at one point place from senior management down going, if there's something wrong, they start with you. Now, you immediately have to have it on the back of your tongue, it was George, it was Garvin. If, if, because it's a, it's a quick hot potato pass. Yeah. It was not me, they, I don't do the work, they didn't, they hid this from me, they showed me this. But no, we can be positive and go, 80, 20, we'll do. Look what I got for your budget. We delivered more than you could have for less. That's the language we want to have. And good enough is a loan. Yeah, or good, good enough is good enough. Don't keep on, you know, get it out Absolutely. there. That's what he's saying. That's the language of minimum viable product or minimum viable proposition. Let's get to the 80-20 as quick as we can. Let's get the minimum something that we can now build on the value and we can engage with different people to keep on putting that cream and bell and whistle on top as opposed to arguing over the star point. So get it out there. And this is what, this is the journey we're on now. It's we're in minimum viable proposition we we don't really know all of it we're trying to arrive at that nice 80 20 so then we can build in more value and focus the effort and i think again that's the same with uh, a lot of artists who who or writers especially I, i've worked on a few publications where we've been developing something for them and what i began to realize was there was no point in me doing any extra work when they weren't there because they would assume they wouldn't even be aware of how long it took to do that particular activity. So you made sure that they were always there and they could see what was going on and then they'd go off quite happy. But the other problem was also is that if you were working as a, as a film editor and you're working with a director and the director doesn't seem to have any ideas of what they want to do with all this stuff and they just say, well, you're an editor, you know what you're doing, you're the expert. And you're going to go, oh, no, I'm going to put something together and he'll come back in later and say, that's not what I wanted. <laughs> And you're going to go, well, you need to tell me what you wanted in the first place. And then I'm not wasting your time and I'm not wasting my time. And there is a language of manage expectations. That, that's come into me in the last few days again. It's unrealistic expectations, you know, expecting 80% from a 20% budget. You know, that's a different story. It's expecting you to deliver on a fresh air. You know, or, or why didn't you do this? Because, well, unless I can clone myself, you can't, something has to give. That's, you know, I, I, I have 
great praise for project managers because I would I pity them the role because they it's a game of give and take. If you want more here, something has to give somewhere else. You can't keep on raising expectations and dropping resource and budget. They have to all match, or one goes up, the other goes down. Unless you get more. You want more, give me more. There's no problem taking on more, but we want more resources, we want more budget. If was if one of these lines is not moving, if you want more here, something has to give there, reprioritize and let me want to, let me know what you can do without. But that's that's the game that's the, the ongoing battle in, in project management speak and business speak. But in real life as well, you you can't expect, you know, you know, to have the golden goose in the in, in the backyard and, and, and like it, it's not it can't things can't keep on giving. You can get 10 lettuces from a cap from a cabbage patch whatever the hell it is you can't expect to be eaten a year out of it you know you have to have more you know, or, or put in more effort or more resource so it's perfectionism i think i don't want to i i, I think i erred on in certain ways to try and get the perfect spreadsheet i don't even know what that is but i mean or make the numbers work better or actually tell a different story than what they were telling make it easier make it faster but it was most of the time the customers myself and what i was really doing was not stepping forward and looking to deliver more value that would be recognised for what it is and asked for and valued by the other side. So it's you need to be this little mini project manager of yourself. You need to step out of your silo. You need to engage with other people. And you need to sort of be seen as the value and not the problem. And I think one of the great things about going on the journey that we're currently going on is that we, we realised that we hadn't necessarily got everything in place but we had enough to get started. It was just a case of, look, go and do it. Take some action, step forward, break through those fears that you may have and start doing some of these recordings. And before we know it, we're on number episode 27 at this particular point in time. And we're becoming quite used to the process. We come in here, we set up and we start recording and we have a conversation. We have some pre-production, which we quite often don't think about, but we are, we're, we're processing some ideas of how do we get started? What is it we're going to talk about? What areas should we look at? And today it's actually about perfection. And what we've realised is that we could go off and do loads and loads of research, but quite often, as we said in the universe, things are given to you and I was reading a chapter in the artist's way and it was actually talking about perfection and I began to recognize a person that I was a few years ago who who was anxious who was very as I said earlier on the show very very fine in what I was trying to do and everything had to be perfect the fear would grip me after I do a painting that I could never do it again that was the only time I could do it oh my god it had to be perfect and then you get the same thing with with say writers as they're coming to get a book close to publication that panic sets in in case people don't like it in case they rubbish them that their reputation is destroyed and you're kind of going that's all prefabricated you haven't done this yet so this is your first time don't and most fear. of it's, in, it's a, a lot of it's in our own head. Yeah. Actually, it's, 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 the thing is, is if we put one video, we were probably discussing this earlier on. If you put a video out and it hasn't been seen, but there's a billion, couple of billion people. Even if one person saw it and they didn't like it and they got, you know, annoyed at it or it wasn't great and their opinion was was such and such, you go and we put another one out. Well, they they may not watch it again, but the next person seeing it for the first time has their first opinion. So and that's where I was talking about my sister's paintings before under the bed. It doesn't matter if they're thirty years old; they're brand new because the first customer hasn't seen it, or even if they they're still they're brand new to anyone that hasn't seen it, even if someone else has. It's and it doesn't it, it's 
it that's the weird thing is we're new we're new to ourselves and going on this journey there may or may not be an audience out there there's a billion audiences out there of because every audience is an audience of one being that person is watching or not or will watch again or or will say say they like or dislike to someone else i, I got a good affirmation there yesterday that my uh, brother-in-law is is listening to our podcast of which we only have six out there in a moment but he's actually listening to the podcast he drives for an hour and a half to dublin and he lets them roll in and like he likes them he joins them and my sister-in-law as well now they're very close to home they're giving me the benefit of the doubt they know it was me that was putting it up there they may not have found it and come across it in the in the normal scheme of things but i, th- I don't think anyone's going to listen to six hours of this tripe if they did, if, if because it's me or because it's you, it has to be something in it, and then you might, and they find that there is something that they're enjoying. It's the slow, it's the pace. It's fast. It's slowed. George is sane, and ins- Garvin could be insane. There's a certain unknown quality of, or, or unknown quantity of what might happen next, and that's because we haven't a clue. So we're not working the script. No, the script is one word, or within a certain uh, like boundary of research. But we're not. Perf- we're actually looking for the imperfections the imperfections i believe is the value the perfection is regurgitation of rule or 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 what someone else said or did the imperfection is our take on it it's what's different what's what's the unknown factor what's the extra value what's that thread what's that improv which will bring in an unknown quantity and i think that's what most of stars out there have is there's certain unknown qualities and quantities that that person has over the next person copying them and doing the same process the process is the rule the journey but the difference i believe and the value is sometimes the imperfection and the ghost in the machine yeah it's that little sort of there used to be a thing in uh, weavers and occasionally the cloth that they had to to weave within would have these so-called imperfections they would have a, a something in them that was a flaw as far as they were concerned then what would happen is that as they were working away at this material the imperfection became the the embellishment of that particular cloth that gave it its character the uniqueness, the uniqueness of the whole thing otherwise yeah. otherwise it was a, a reproduced pattern of a hundred but the, well, the fact it was handmade and a slight imperfection came in now made it a unique piece of art different from the one that was next following the same process now what popped into my head for a second or two there was um the imperfections if, if you're seeking value in collectors items be it coinage or notes printed or or that type of thing the imperfection becomes the value on the basis of a billion notes were made but this one has the face facing the wrong way that now has the value it's the difference it's the it's the broken process is the value in a collectability sort of scenario it's the record of a limited production it's the one of a kind we're lo- we're seeking out these one of a kinds which by definition more than likely aren't the perfections well what what's, what's you just reminded me of was that uh, when they brought out the new plastic five pound notes i got one one day and looked on it and went oh look there's a picture of, of nightingale you know the nurse nightingale i thought wow i wonder if that's on all of these kind of thing and i thought oh well i went and paid for something and the next thing the next day i suddenly discovered that there's five of these five pound notes going out in circulation and if you happen to have one they're worth like five thousand pounds <laughs> and the next thing well, I, I heard that somebody me. else across the, the country was actually got five thousand but having said that i thought well at least i saw it 
Not that I got the value of it, but I kind of appreciated this slightly changed part of this £5 note. <laughs> now, I, I'm wondering, you know, again, the language of perfection. Now, I'm sure we should have looked up the definition of perfection is, is, is exact. It's, it's a 100%. It's a 100% right. It's exact. No, a perfect diamond, a perfect song. Of, you know, I, I don't even know... It's, a perfect something is someone else's measure of definition of what perfect is and, and within certain parameters. But I think, you know, only you can be the perfect you. You know, only I can be the perfect me. So a there might be a clone or potential out there, but it will still just be a copy. It's going to be a copy of the perfect one. It's, that's all it's going to be. It can't, you know, if it goes off and has different personalities or God knows what, it then becomes the perfect it, not the perfect you. It's perfect number two. It's the uniqueness is the whole thing. So we don't need to be, have to be the perfect ourselves. We already are, unless we're, we're washed over with this, oh, I need the perfect abs, the perfect six pack, the perfect nose, the perfect, you know, posterior and, and boobs and god knows what you it just you know there's no such thing it's in my opinion it's you are you play the cards you were dealt play the cards you were dealt in that context if something is broken and you have to get a bit of plastic surgery to fix it to get back to you then by all means the enhanced build is that's not you that's plastic that's fabrication that's dress up that's costume you know but that's uh, that's anxiety that's depression that's mental health you know i can't can't even comment on any of the above that's someone's journey to their own perception of, the, of what their perfect self should look like or versus what it do, does look well, like. I, I decided to do what you just now said which was to actually look it up see what the definitions are so it's, it's an ad adjective okay and it is having all required or desired elements qualities and characteristics as good as it possibly to it can be that's perfect uh, absolute complete and then the verb is make something completely free from fault or defects make as good as possible now that's that's well, I perfect it's nearly a machine definition yeah. there the first step the second definition is you know you're making a widget and the widget has to fit in the and everything hole, has and to be has the to same yeah and uh, it has to be the same. Well, let's, let's now, the first definition was, I think, closer to what we were saying is, you are already perfect. You are the perfect you. No other you could be that perfect, given what you're, given how all your bits go together and, and how they work. It's, this is you, here you roll. Well, let's, let's look at, because what we were actually, we were trying to, it, it wasn't being, it wasn't the perfect thing, which we really can't really attain. It was being a perfectionist. And a perfectionist is a person who refuses to accept any standard short of perfection. And the adjective of that is refusing to accept any standard short of perfection. And that's, that's the difficulty, because if you become a, a perfectionist, you're never, ever going to achieve your goal. And you're so never gonna, the very yeah. definition is unattainable, unattainable, because there's no such thing as perfection. And the definition of perfection, by, per, by definition is unattainable well there's another the, a perfectionism perfectionism in psychology is a personality or character characterized by a person striving for flawlessness and setting high performance standards basically they can never be achieved <laughs> so well, and again this is back to that's most of management i used to know it's 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 expecting you know 
like you know, watered out like out of sand. It, it's 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 the unachievable, the unrealistic, the unattainable. You know, to go that, that definition of um, goals or something was smart. It's meant to be you know short, measurable, achievable, realistic, and timely or something. I'm not hundred yeah. percent sure of the five letters there, but the whole point was. They have to be realistic. Yes. They have to be achievable. They're, the you know, and by that, and you don't need a perfection unless you're trying to get a machined part. And even that could actually be have imperfections within it, but perf- perfect enough to fit the round hole into the you know the square plug into the round hole. That's enough. Don't need to be made of gold. That can be made of metal. It's it can be more perfect. It can be made of diamond. It doesn't change the fact it's a screw going into a screw hole. What then? What constitutes perfection? Now we're trying to be square plugs and round holes on a journey to perfection. If we're just even trying to be a perfectionist or some way towards it. Now I know my own son. You know, he just got ten A's in his intercert or junior cert, and you know they were ninety-five and five of them. And like I go, did you spell your name wrong? Did you lose that? You nearly got. I think the marks were nearly taken off, and because to take the marks off, them, as opposed to the answer was wrong. If you regurgitate, the rules are one, two, three. The rules are one, two, three. You got them. It's a hundred percent it's 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 the met you don't want to to that is too much it's too because then you have to keep on attaining it therefore it sets on to, to maintain perfection becomes high anxiety unhealthy yeah. stress building there's no you cannot maintain that being you well, I, I remember starting an open university course and it was the first time I, I'd done other courses but it was the first time I was, I was starting a degree course uh, and I, I'd done the first essay and I got 95 and I'm sitting there kind of going why did you give me 95 I, 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 that's, I'm going to struggle now to keep or maintain that standard normally I was getting like 62s and you kind of go well yeah great because at the end of the course I should get up to at least 80 but 95, I never got another 95. They always, they just went oh, we're down. On the lo- we're on the curve of the law of diminishing yeah, returns. Absolutely. It's like, you know, we, based on our age and based on even putting the same effort in, you may not get the same reward. Like, if you, that was the madness of, we're watching these you know, videos on how to get your subscribers up and how to get a thousand this, that, and the other. And you apply, we're process people, you apply the process and nothing bloody happens. Or you apply yes. the process and go, no, it, you watch you, it worked for you because it was five years ago and you got that viral something. And now the algorithms have changed 347 times since. And this same effort will not get that reward if applied again in, in, in the same process. So a new viability, a new difference is required. An extra effort to get to the same point is required. The 80-20 rule is on its own journey of this law of diminishing returns for achieving the same end with the same amount of effort and resource does not guarantee success. Now, there's something very interesting about that concept because basically we were talking about perfectionism and perfectionism is basically where someone doesn't accept that it's not perfect and they keep on working at it, working at it and working at it and they could spend all their life. I, I worked on a documentary that took quite a few years and I got quite frustrated because we went through at least 13 or 14 iterations of that one. I was kind of going, but the first one was good enough. You know, why are we, why do we keep changing it? What, what, why can't they accept that this is okay? And they wanted to hit perfection. And in the end, the film never went anywhere. It just stayed on the hard drive. It still is on the hard drive. No, and that's the very per- frustrating. Perfection, you use a lot of words there where it's going, they, 
and that they might be one decision maker that holds the sway yeah. that he himself or she himself is or herself is a little bit of a perfectionist but they don't know what success looks like they don't know what they, they're finding they're critiquing and they're finding fault yet they don't know what the measure of success is or what a measure of perfection looks like and will not recognise it when they see it and they're and there's yeah. nothing and you can never attain it so it was on this journey to it'll never be good enough for this individual right. the, the thing itself had was already 80-20 built and there and that whole other 13 iterations didn't even deliver 80% of the next 20% now the, the thing is you know with all this extra effort yeah. you could have done the film 3-4 times over or the documentary well, that, that's the point I was about to make because uh, the same time period while I was working for the BBC we worked on nearly 50 half hour documentaries so you know 25 hours worth of material that went out into the world to be criticized or whatever but we kept knocking it out and we were doing it and then we learned our craft we developed we matured we got better but to stick with one project that lasts so long is it's you know it is actually quite frustrating and i think that's that's where you know what i'm enjoying about the processes that we're currently going through is that we are working on things yes they have their flaws but they're not they don't ruin the whole process they don't ruin the enjoyment of actually listening to these programs they actually entertain and next time we'll get better because we're discovering new ways of processing this material and we're developing our craft and as we go on in the years to come we'll we'll actually actually we may still find that we're doing exactly the same kind of stuff because that is what is required I know that when I was um, at the college, I was going through a marking pro process and I actually wondered whether my standards had dropped. So I, I took a load of assignments that I'd marked in the current year at that point and I looked back at what I'd done about 10 years before. And to my surprise, I was actually, I had the same standards. I was still working the no, same again, way. There's a language. Yeah. We're saying the process is the process. Yeah. The, 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 the content and the value are within that machine. You know, we can package shite all day long and it has to get into be a video, it has to have sound, it has to be put up and loaded, cut and pasted and put up there. And then the next, the first customer or audience member goes, that was shite. No, the, the work and effort, nothing to do with anything. All they see is the end result of, was that comment, was that joke, was that, that, yeah. that fact? Was it interesting? Was it not? Was it my perfection? Was it theirs? Well, the, the, at the same point is that you could spend a hundred hours on something that people don't appreciate. You, th you know, where a load of people think it's absolutely fantastic, it's brilliant, it's brilliant, but it's it dies a death. And then you could just go and knock something out off the, you know, off the cusp very, very rapidly, and it suddenly gets millions of views. Well, that's exactly what we did yesterday. We said. For a laugh, we'll knock... Well, you did it. I say, we, the royal we, George will do all the work. I will do the critiquing of, can you make the lips bigger and the eyes blue? You know, like, and, and that's what it was. You knocked up an anime, or, or an anime of the two of us and we put it up there on LinkedIn and it got 200 views in a matter of hours where we just put a video up, you know, like not like uh, six hours before that and it still hasn't got quarter of that because the algorithm is deciding that people won't want to see it or it's not going to proffer it then it puts forward an image because it sees it differently as a different piece of or, or material which may be of interest the people then like or don't like and the effort and value that was in it was a lot quicker on the time but the value it was extracting was 
people are saying, I like that. They're, 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 it's that, that, that engagement of, I like that. You look like Mick Jagger you, or this, or who, who do you think you are? And you're looking a bit of a suntan going on there. But the strange thing is, that's the very thing. we They're not even talking about a podcast or vlogcast. It's they're co- talking about the colour of my of the eyes on an anime of, of something we're trying to get to get to the vlogcast or vlogcast. So it's, it's not up to you the production machine it's up to the audience to where they put their value and what their measure of not may not be perfection but a journey to their perfection is was whether i will look at it or not whether i'll entertain it or not or whether it meets my meets my minimum criteria of it warrants me investing some of my time to have an opinion to look or give or listen to or otherwise we have to align production with the audiences out there, and the audience means the person sitting in the pub and, or, or, or the neighbour or the shop worker or anyone else, is you're just a body, you know, that you're in your universe, they're in theirs, and we're, you're trying to cross universes here, and perfection can get in the way, or can act as a block, or can prevent you even starting. Now, what's interesting, I watched a, a YouTube video on uh, the iPhone recently about the designing of the iPhone. And of course, it's one of those icon items that everybody thinks is perfect. It's absolutely brilliant. But on the day that they actually launched it, there were like five or six different apartments that had never seen how it was going to look. They worked on one bit, another bit. Apparently, the software was likely to actually break down halfway through the first presentation. So they were all sitting there praying like mad that nothing went wrong. So even then, the object that was shown that looked as though it was amazing, it's brilliant, it's beautiful, it's perfect. All the people behind knew that it wasn't quite doing what they hoped it would do, but it eventually did. And that's because they they went on that 2080 rule that you've talked about. And I think that that is a great way of applying life because you suddenly start to take the pressure off yourself because you're no longer trying to hit that perfectionism that you feel that you should have. But I think if you're being professional, then you realize when the cutoff point comes. There you go. The 80 is where the value is is um, delivered or in a sense of that's how far you can go. And 80 percent is as good as perfection is going to get, because if you get 80 percent, you've already got it. The other 20 percent is not worth the extra effort for the amount of investment of time, resource and energy. Therefore, move on to the next project, move on to the next thing. And here we are at the end of another show. We've suddenly realized we've got to Cut it off just about here. And that's the perfect end, I think. What do you think, Gavin? I have no idea what the question was until he told me. Just say perfect. 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 (laughs) Do what it says in the tin. Follow and share.